the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings investments in your retirement. On this cold day in Houston, Texas, the... uh, uh, we we got a lot to talk about. Our show is all about savings and investments and your retirement. The motto in our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. The uh, Coming up on year-end, we're going to be covering some year-end ideas. Uh, also, uh, you know, a remarkable week again, although it just seems like it's a remarkable week every week. And uh, this week is, of course, no exception. Uh, it, it, it's it, it's one thing after another. The uh, We're making further progress. The Senate, the Senate has passed the uh, their tax bill. The House has t- passed their tax bill. Now it's in committee, and we'll, we'll see how that comes out for the big tax cuts. And uh, expect that in the next couple of weeks. We're going to have a government shutdown this week. We <laughs> delayed that two more weeks for what reason? Well, actually, uh, they, we delayed it for two more weeks so they could get the tax bill completed before the whole thing blows up over the government shutdown. So we'll have to see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, but but again, we're seeing just a lot. We're starting to really see things done. And one of the things behind the scenes in the Trump administration is we're getting lots of of rewrites and regulations and pushback and changes up in regulations. There's a lot of hefty hefty lifting to get regulations removed from the government. I mean, it's not just a matter of Trump comes in and signs off and he wants this rule cut back and this rule uh, cut back. I mean, a lot of these rules were really ingrained and, 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 and written in such a ways that they're very difficult to unwind. But we're seeing that. Uh, we're seeing back, we now... Uh, Trump has gotten control of the Consumer Protection Bureau uh, from Richard Cadre. And, you know, Richard tried to appoint his own successor for the first time in the history of the United States government. Uh, a government agency uh, person tried to supersede the, uh, usurp the power of the presidency and appoint his own successor. That failed. What a surprise. Uh, but uh, but but what we're looking at is is we're looking at, you know, just a lot of changes happening. So we've got uh, we we we've got Mulvaney's been put in charge of the of of the 
of the Consumer Protection Bureau. This is this was a bureau that's kind of it's a quasi agency of the Federal Reserve, not really attached to the government. So the gov- we have to get that back into the government, get that back into the checks and balances. We're seeing um, some big national monuments being reduced that were put in place. So uh, only the Congress can put in a national park, but the president can put in a, a national monument. So uh, uh, President Obama and Clinton put in some huge national monuments that took up a huge chunk of, of Utah and upset the people in Utah because it, they lost the right to use a lot of the land for hunting and and grazing and different things like that. So they rolled it back. We're seeing rollbacks in EPA, in, in uh, education. We're seeing all. We're, we're seeing pushbacks on on uh, on what's happening with trade. I mean, we're pushing back on NAFTA. We're pushing back on the 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 the, the uh, Trans Pacific uh, Partnership. Uh, the we're seeing you know again we, uh, American first agenda and reducing the regulation those aren't as real obvious it, it, what's fascinating to me about the press is that the, the press is utterly fixated on Donald Trump's tweeting Ryan's reading it right now she's on Twitter and uh, but uh, they're fixated on this and yet behind the scenes Donald Trump is getting a lot of stuff done. It's actually a pretty shrewd stra- strategy. Keep the press all worked up and their attention focused on on on, on what's happening, on, on what he's tweeting about, on Russia and everything else, and uh, and then behind the scenes, keep on pushing through your executive branch, through the EPA, through the Education Department, through the Department of Labor, to the uh, different agencies, the military, and start putting in changes and deregulating the country. This is very bullish long term for for. For business, and it's very bullish long term for hiring. Uh, remember, the regulations are a big deal. If I can go to China, open up a factory, and pollute the planet Earth all over the place, and not give, not care about employee safety, and not, not, not have to worry about anything, quite frankly, it, uh, that's a pretty good deal. So we do business differently in the United States of America. We expect pollution control. We expect worker safety. We expect worker protection. Uh, we 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 expect things to be done in a legal up uh, way, uh, obeying the rule of law, and and so uh, that's a more expensive way to do business. So what we want to do is we want to make sure we optimize our rules and regulations for business, so our so business can function smoothly, and at the same time, the people in the environment and the economy can be protected. And and what happened is it's gone overboard. With a with with a kind of a government control and government over regulation, fascinating story. In uh, uh, I'm going to expand this and, on a show in the future sometime. But a fascinating story uh, uh, coming out of Belgium, where where one of the a writer over there wrote that the, the populism in in Europe isn't is a result of of right wing conspiracy. It's not a result of of anti immigrant. It's not a result of hatred it's not a great bigotry what they said is it's really much more like it's not like nazism or anything it's really much much more like uh like colonialism in in whereas belgium in england in britain in france all had problems with with every from uh, african countries to indonesia to india where countries felt like they were under the yoke of an oppressor, giving them one rule a regulation after another and and they're fed up with it they want the ability to control their own lives. The United States of America was built 
uh, after we got tired of, of King George telling the the telling us what to do, taxing us with no representation. Tax remember taxation with no representation. Remember that little thing in your history book. You remember that, Ryan? That that was an easy one. That actually, I think. But that's why they threw the tea into the harbor. Uh, Boston Tea Party. Well, what he's saying is it, what's happened is this is much more like colonialism where you have these overlords and bureaucracies, it, particularly in Europe, that have run amok, out of control, answerable to nobody, telling everybody what to do. And people are fed up and it's led to populism. The same thing is happening in the United States. and We're starting to unwind this. So a lot of exciting things are happening in the world today. So what, let's take a call to 713-339-1070 to Daniel. Hello, Daniel. Hi, Ted. I appreciate it. Ted, I just have a question. What happens? I don't trust John McCain. I'm a Vietnam veteran. And bottom line is, I wouldn't trust him in the field at all. If he says, okay, Trump, gotcha, I'm I'm mixing this thing, and the tax bill goes down. Because it's an up or down vote. Once it comes out of committee, they have an up or down vote. If McCain says, I want to kill it, he kills it. Well, I think I think that I think they've gotten it out of most of the committee. It's at the joint committee between the House and the Senate now. Now, here's the interesting thing, Dan. It's interesting you point that out. Look, I think McCain's a good guy. I, I think he has a problem with the presidency, and it's affecting his judgment. The interesting thing about the tax bill is when the Senate went to pass that for to, to get it to get it to the joint committee, what happened is they made sure they had an extra vote or two in there just in case McCain or someone else came up at the end and tried to torpedo it. So that's your answer. Hopefully it won't happen. Uh, hopefully uh, McCain's going to do the right thing and we're going to get this passed. I think he will. I think he did do this uh, this time. He, he did get it through. And it's interesting that, that the Ob- there's a rollback of the mandatory uh, Obamacare uh, enrollment in that Senate bill, and, and he, he did vote for it. So we'll have to see what happens. But but he could change his mind like he did in Obamacare at the last minute. But but the, what the, the Senate is <laughs> trying to do is to try to stop that. Good. Thanks, sir. Okay, thanks. Good good question there, Dandy. I mean, look, we've got to get this thing through. I think this is why we delayed the uh, – the uh the budget with the budget surpa- surplus when with the uh with the uh, uh you know the, the budget showdown two weeks because they want to try to get this deal done uh, a lot of interesting things uh the where to go here now the interesting story here with the uh uh the, the we like the two year in here the two year government uh bonds in I came across a chart the other day that was really fascinating. The if you look at the two year uh, treasuries, they're yielding right now one seventy five, give or take one eighty in that area, which which means if you it it, it it doesn't sound like a lot, but these are the most safest liquid investments in the entire world, and it, and, it, and it's not a bad place to be. Now I'll give you an example. Right now. There are about one over ten trillion dollars worth of government bonds around the world. Ten trillion dollars worth of government bonds around the world that are yielding negative interest rates, particularly in Japan, in Europe, in Japan, and and so in the United States, uh, our rates are. Are, are are just in, in a much better situation. Our, our ten year is 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 in the two forties. Uh, I didn't looked at it in the last couple of days, but uh, 
but the uh, in in China we're we're closing in on four percent there, and and then you have you have the the, the bond rate at about which is the German is about point under point five percent, and then you have shorter term rates negative across the board. So the ten year is the two year is 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 going up in here, and is and once you start getting close to one point eight percent is a pretty good deal. For Treasuries now, this could also be affecting the markets. If you look at chart at chart of this, the last time, okay, right now, the the ten the the two years about one point eight percent or so, one point seven five percent. Guess when the last time it yielded this rate? I'm give you a minute. It was in late two thousand and eight. Uh, nearly oh, oh, nine years ago. Nine years ago was the last time it yielded this rate. It, it, back in 2012 and 13, it was yielding under 0.4 percent. Uh, and, and so this, so understand that this two year is now broken out and, and moved into a range. I think it's going it's to get a lot of resistance at this level. Uh, but but rates have come up pretty dramatically. In, and if you really look at if you really look at since since a little before the end of two, of, of 2016, it really rates are up about one point on the ten year, which is over a hundred percent. If you say the fourth quarter of 2016, you got hundred percent increase in the two year rates. So rates are going up. This is going to start affecting. Uh, uh, markets around the world. I, I think we're also getting as as the Chinese market gets close to four percent. This is the big indicator, and, and a couple things. I think this is telling us. I I I, th- I think you're going to see. <laughs> this is why we we're, we're bullish on the dollar. I've heard a couple. There's a couple schools of thought that the dollar's going lower or the dollar's going higher. Uh, and uh, I think Jeffrey Gunlock thinks the dollar's going lower. I don't want to. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. The Bond King. Uh, we're kind of more in the camp that the dollar is going to go up because because of the if you really look at at, at some of the, the 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 work of the Federal Reserve in Atlanta uh, using the Wuxi index, it's about a six hundred plus percent difference if you include the monetary monetary easing and the interest rates between the United States and, and Europe. Uh, I I think this tax bill is is going to is going to cause somewhat of a dollar shortage around the world. Uh, as money comes back into the United States, and 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 so, this is sort of we're bullish on the dollar in here right now, and and, and so I think I, I think we're working right now on, on our 2018 outlook, which is going to come out sometime in the next month, or the next four weeks or so, uh, and uh, I, I tell you what I, I I'm leaning toward really I I think it. Uh, I think it's going to be the end of the road for a lot of stuff in 2018. I think you're looking at, at going to look at a tremendous and explosion in volatility next year. Uh, I, I think I think it's the end of the of the volatility era of of hyper low volatility and and correlation and 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 one of the things we're looking at is is the two year. We're looking at a lot more stuff in in how this is, and so. Uh, 
interestingly, but understand rates are going up. If you're just looking at the at the Fed funds rate, you're not seeing quite as much as if you really look at something like the 10-year where you're seeing a much bigger move up. Tell you what, we'll be right back to talk some more about this, other things. Uh, by the way, we're going to be writing about our outlook in the Max Out Savings Report. Uh, if you haven't signed up for the free copy, go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. We'll be right back after this quick break. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Savings Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're just talking about the two-year treasury, which has really moved up in rates. And I, and I think what, what some of the work we're coming up with, and I want to expand them just real quickly, just a little bit. What I, I think we're seeing is, I, I think if you look at these charts, I, I think the the two year i think the two year really leads uh leads to some extent the uh the the fed funds a little bit I, it, and and if that's the case then it is signaling higher rates on the shorter end over overall and uh that two year doesn't leave, there's virtually no diff, very little difference between the yield and the two and the three year so I, I think this is something we want to watch. Uh, if you go out ten years, you get about two point three eight percent. If you if you get uh, so you get about one percent less, uh, a little less than that, uh, a little more than that. 
by just going in two-year bonds, which which is, has a lot less risk. And, and so it, the question, it, it does appear to be what we seem to be coming into is a flattening of the yield curve. And this is what we're talking about. This is going to have effect on, on markets here in the future. Uh, and the reason why it what makes this so difficult at these ultra-low rates, the lowest in history, it's a little tougher to figure out. But uh, but but I, I do think that, that the two-year really bears watching. I think it's an interesting uh the situation we want to really keep an eye on in here. Uh, the uh, one thing I wanted to coming in year in uh, war sale rule. What is the war sale rule? We we get questions about on this uh, during this time of year. Typically, the the war sale rule simply says if I own a stock and I have a loss on it, I sell it. I can't buy it back for thirty days. If I do, I'm going to have to pay. Then, then I lose the ability to take the loss. It, it's a simply, it's a, it's simply the government's way of 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 having people sell out of at the end of the year, not having them sell their stock out one day and buy it back. And 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 so you you have to wait 30 days. So if you have a loss in something, you've taken some gains during the year, you want to take some losses. You understand, you can't buy that stock back for 30 days because of the wash sale rule. It also applies you can't sell it to your regular account, take the loss, and then go buy it in your IRA account. It's a violation there too. Uh the also you can't take the loss in your account and uh and then buy it in your spouse's account either. The IRS has gotten wise to some of these tactics. And so uh you have to wait thirty days. It you you also basically you you can the the, the it's the the actual wording is something it, it cannot be substantially similar and 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 so this is something um that that you have to kind of wear you, if you want to buy if you've got a loss in in uh uh say if you've got a loss in i, I don't know in uh, uh exxon you can't sell Exxon and buy Chevron. Oh, you can sell Exxon and buy Chevron. That that's that's a different company, and you can do that. It's kind of in the same industry. If you if you have a loss, I'm just using Exxon because it's an easy stock to talk about. Everybody knows Exxon. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad stock or you have a loss in it. It's if if you have a loss in Exxon, you hold you you, you, you your loss is ten thousand dollars. You hold it two weeks and you buy it back. Then your new cost basis is the uh the the cost basis of the stock plus the ten thousand dollars and you lost the ability to deduct it off your taxes. But if you sell the Exxon at a loss, you take your ten thousand dollar loss, you take the money, roll it into Chevron, and you're okay. And and so this is there's some ways to do it. There's some ways you can get away from from dealing with this type of stuff, but but just understand uh it's called the war sale rule. You have thirty days to do it and so you kind of have to sort of play it by ear uh and 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 and, and see see how's the be- the best way to do it uh anyway war sale rule something to think about uh, the other thing i i wanted to touch base on again uh this week was remarkable for bitcoin uh and uh Bitcoin went up forty percent this week. It, it market capitalization hit over three hundred billion dollars. 
Uh, Ethereum was at one time $46 billion, so they're about $350 billion worth of market cap in these two big currencies. Uh, this is a huge, I mean, this thing is turning into a complete frenzy. Uh, the number one app being downloaded on Apple uh, iPhones is Coinbase, which allows you to buy the Ethereum, the uh, the Bitcoin, uh, and uh, they're opening up. Evidently, it's like a hundred thousand every couple days. Accounts are being opened up, and it's really turned into a frenzy. Uh, a couple reasons for this: people believe that Bitcoin is the future. Uh, the, the there's there's a real demand for alternative to Federal Reserve notes, and in, in, in actually notes from central bank money around the world has become real suspect because of the central bankers. Uh, they become reckless every time there's a recession. They flood the world with money, and and now nobody trusts them. As we just talked about, there's ten trillion dollars worth of 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 government debt around the world, particularly in Europe. That yields negative rates. So if I buy a, a government bond in in two or three, four, five year government bond in much of Europe, I'm getting negative rates. Well, if I go buy the Bitcoin, I don't get any interest, but it, maybe it goes up in theory. So why should I buy something that I lose money on? And and and, and so th- this is it. It's also un, uh, people feel it gives them a, a level of anonymity because of the war on terror that we have. The government has demanded everybody have completely transparent view of all their assets and so the government can review them at any time. And that makes a lot of people nervous, particularly if you're in China, particularly if you're in Saudi Arabia, particularly if you're in Russia and other parts of the world where you never know what's going to happen to you tomorrow and there's going to be a knock on the door. It's nice to have assets that are that can be put in your pocket and walked across the border or stored someplace where it can't be tracked down. And this there's led to a huge demand for Bitcoin. Another big demand is to is to evade capital controls, particularly out of China, where China is losing so much people, so much money's coming out of China uh, to diversify and kind of protect families' wealth over there from being confiscated in case it falls back into communism or or the someone in the family somehow gets caught in a corruption probe or something that. That China is limited how the money can go, so people instead are buying Bitcoin and then just transferring it overseas. So it, it's led to a huge demand. But this is, but the, since the price has skyrocketed in value, uh, this people are trading Bitcoin now in, in a world of low volatility, where central bankers and uh, Wall Street firms have dampened the volatility. The long-term listeners I show know we have the lowest volatility levels in the history of the stock market. Uh, in here over the last couple months. And so what's happening is, is people are looking for other investments that can move up quicker or, or they don't feel like is are chained down due to low volatility derivatives and all types of other things that, that it's kind of a, of, of a rigged game out there. And, and, and in comes uh, Bitcoin and, and, and it's turning into a modern day tulip bubble. And, and it's a tough one to figure out where it's going to stop. Uh, give you some numbers on it, uh, Bitcoin is trading right now. I, I want to say it was about fourteen thousand in some change, fourteen thousand five hundred, give or take. It went to nineteen thousand this week. Uh, huge, huge volatility. One of the problems with it is, is some companies are now setting up the way you can shop on their website using Bitcoin. Well, some of them are pulling back and stopping the use of Bitcoin because it's so volatile that they can't. If something goes up and down. 20% in a day, uh, 
or 10% in a day, how can you make purchases with it? Because you really don't know what it's worth. And so tremendous volatility. This is a huge deal. Uh, I got a call from Silicon Valley, I think Wednesday, telling me that some companies that were going public were having trouble because the other one, the other big one from Bitcoin is Ethereum, which is, is again, they're both blockchain crypto coins. But but the Ethereum has the ability to work better with 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 uh, contracts, blockchain contracts. And so but one of the things they developed for Ethereum was is they had this site that was selling crypto kitties, which is a modern day beanie babies on the computers and in the computers. So you could purchase this little crypto kitty and then it would have babies and you could resell sell the the bait. I mean, this sounds like. Remember the chinchillas, the chin, yeah, chinchillas, and then there was what was the other one? Uh, the uh, emus. Where you know you buy a bunch of those. And this was the computer equivalent of that. And so, the more value the crypto kitty, the, the more some crypto kitties would reproduce every minute. Some of them would only reproduce every couple days. So the ones that did every minute were much more valuable, and you can because you can continue to sell your crypto kitties and make money. And so some of the crypto kitties went to $100,000 a crypto kitty. And, and each crypto kitty was a little different. And they were like, you, you could put them on your computer and it would be like wallpaper on your computer. Well, what happened was, you say, like, Ted, why are we talking about this? Well, so many people rushed into the crypto kitty market and were buying crypto kitties. And they set up crypto kitty mills that they started bogging down the 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 Ethereum blockchains so it became unprofitable to, to process the transactions. And, and, and so it, it halted some of the uh, IPOs or coin offerings, initial ICOs, initial coin offerings, where people were doing to, 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 to bring things public because, because it, it, it was unprofitable to even use the, the, the Ethereum. And, and, and so the reason, this is a little complicated, but these cryptocurrencies People are desperate to find alternatives to the U.S. dollar, to the euro, and, and, and things run by central bankers. In, in markets, a stock market at record high valuations, no one knows what the value of anything is anymore because of the Federal Reserve. And so they're scrambling around for alternatives. And the only alternatives are gold or the cryptocurrencies. And so a, I can buy a, a Bitcoin and, and I get a certain number with the Bitcoin and then and then I have control of it, and no one knows I have the Bitcoin. And they don't even know who the, the the person that invented Bitcoin is not known. They're not for sure. They think he's some Japanese guy, but there, there's other different talks of where it came from. I've talked to people on this, uh, and no one really even really knows for sure where Bitcoin came from. Now, this is something that's worth $300 billion last week. And, and, and so... But the idea that I can I can put a hundred thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars in 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 the value of something and it can disappear and no one knows I have it is tremendously valuable for huge numbers of people around the world and that's the value of of of, of the bitcoins in the ethereums. Now understand the the I think the Achilles heel for Bitcoin and Ethereum are two things. Interesting enough, it's one of them is electrical usage. The more these are used. There's tremendous amounts of computer power that have to sit there. Every time, if I buy a, a, a Bitcoin from Ryan's Bitcoin hoard, she's, oh, I wasn't supposed to say anything about that. Uh, the, 
okay, it registers on the thing, and then the, the blockchain resets. So that so a computer somewhere in the world here, or Venezuela, or China, or wherever, runs the runs the blockchain, and those people get a small amount of money for resetting everything to say who owns what based on a numerical system of the blockchain. Well. That works out real well until you have something like a crypto kitty thing where it became there were so many so many transactions flying across it started bogging down and and they were having trouble resetting the blockchain so it could have failed or if there is some type of electricity usage or internet problem around the world at that point in time these currencies don't function because they've got to have massive amounts of computer power you you know one of the number one stock this year was you know what it was Ryan Nvidia they make chips, processing chips, game for gaming and things like that. You said, oh, yeah, gaming's good. Okay, no, that's not why NVIDIA went up. NVIDIA went up because people were purchasing servers with NVIDIA chips so they could mine the blockchain. And that led to a massive demand globally for NVIDIA chips to mine the blockchain. Well, if there's an electricity problem or an Internet problem, the blockchain ceases to function. The gold still works. My gold is still there. Nothing can happen to it. So... But but that's probably the Achilles heel of, of of these coins. And there's some fascinating studies about the tremendous amount of electricity that could be used in the future just running the blockchains for these crypto coins. So I think there's gonna something's gonna happen. Uh, it's a very very complex issue. This is cutting edge. It, it it it's probably the closest thing I, I we've seen to 1999, and really I think it's almost it's kind of a cross between 1999 and and maybe the tulip bulbs or the South Sea bubble. It really the internet. It really, it's just a complete frenzy out there right now. Now next week they're gonna the we're gonna come up and we're gonna put uh, futures on the blockchain on the Bitcoin. So we're gonna have to see what's gonna happen. So very complex issue. A couple things I want you to remember. The two big ones are Bitcoin and Ethereum. Those are the big coins. Uh, the rest of them are kind of also RANs. Uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum are different from blockchain. They both run off of the blockchain. The blockchain technology is going to revolutionize finance in many in all types of things around the world. That's the that's a real game changer. There is going to be the blockchain. That's a type of programming that that came out that that allows you to kind of lock in in a sequence of of of, of how things are owned and ownership and different things like that. That's a game changer. The blockchain, Ethereum or more the bubble type of thing. So those are two different things. Blockchains is your programming underneath it. The Bitcoin and the Ethereum are above it, and those are the cryptocurrencies. Interesting topic. Uh, tremendous volatility. Uh, there's more. There basically are more accounts at Coinbase buying Bitchain, but Bitcoin right now than there are at Charles Schwab. Something to think about. Fascinating topic. Uh, extremely volatile. Uh, we'll see where it goes. Uh, tell you what, uh, the big story with that is is when the futures open next week. Uh, you got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070. We're also going to try to write about this in our Max Out Savings Report. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. Downtime with your family? That's good. 
Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. A couple things. If you're not on the Max Out Savings Report list, it's a great report. We're going to be writing about our outlook in the next uh, report or two for 2008. I think it's going to be fascinating stuff. Uh, we're going to be talking about, we just wrote about the RMDs, which we'll be discussing some more in a minute. Uh, next year we'll have some stuff, common 401k mistakes, all types of neat, interesting things in the report uh, that we write about. Uh, we started this report back in 2001, I think. Uh, we we actually wrote, yeah, 2001, we actually wrote that this was the start of a 20-year bull market after uh, Ben Bernanke's famous helicopter speech, and we were pretty much right on that. Uh we talk about the markets a lot, all types of interesting things. Uh, just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, sign up for It's free. we got thousands of people on the list. Uh, it's, a, it's a great report. We don't call you back. We don't bother you. It's a private uh, a, a private uh, list we keep. And So if you need some help with retirement, get on our Max Out Savings Report. Or if you need some help, really, and you'd like us managing your assets at Max Out Savings Advisors, we're value investors in the stock and bond market. Uh, you can sign up for uh, an appointment with me or just request an appointment. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And uh, that's Max Out Savings with an S. The RMDs, uh, the, this, is, this is something that's interesting. We talked about it, how you can take a charitable RMD if you're over 70 and a half uh, out. And the, I saw an interesting thing. Uh, Alice Minnell uh, of the uh, Boston Retirement Institute did a study that people, we talked about this last week, they're not taking out as much money for retirement. 
uh, is 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 the is as people would have thought. And there was a couple reasons because people liked having a big nest egg. They don't like to draw down their nest egg, and they also want to leave an estate for their children. But but the RMD forces you to do that. And so when you once you turn seventy and a half, the number's about three point six five percent is what you have to take out. And then it goes up. Once you hit eighty, it's about five point three five. And once you hit 90, it's about 8.77%. Now, once you get to 100, the government gets more desperate. And they want the money because they figure you're not going to live long, so they have less time to get it out. <laughs> you have to take out, so once you hit 100, you have to take out 15.87%. The interesting thing is the research has actually shown that the RMD works reasonably well for retirement Uh if you just use your RMD to take the money out, some people, uh, Benjamin, uh, Mr. Benjamin, he he said it was about four and a quarter, four point three percent you could take out every year on it and grow that with inflation. Interestingly enough, the RMD put together by the government is actually been proven. Research has shown to be a pretty good way to take money out of retirement to spend for retirement, and then it'll ensure you have enough to the end. Uh, something interesting. Uh, tell you what, we got a call coming in to seven one three 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 nine. 1070. We have a call from Oscar. Hello, Oscar. Hey, good morning, Ted. Hey, this uh, this tax bill has it put a floor now on equities? We're at twenty four thousand. We we we're at a plateau here now, and uh, forever everybody's gonna be happy. I mean, uh, is this is this something that you know most people are anticipating that uh, things are going to be great and so forth? But what's what, I mean, is that are we going to have a, a plateau we've never had before? I mean, no. what, what yeah, do you that, say? I, that, that, that's like the plateau, a new permanent plateau that that uh, who was it? Uh, one of the famous economists talked about it. I, I want to say it was July of nineteen twenty nine. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's it's. Um, Look, I think a couple things. Most people will tell you that they're going to mostly do. There was an interesting meeting where I want to say Gary Cohn, uh, uh, the uh, uh, head of OMB, was meeting with corporate executives, CEOs, and he asked them, how many of you guys are going to increase investment, raise your hand because of the tax bill, and no one raised their hand. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the theory okay. being is I guess they're all going to buy back stock because it helps out their, their, their pay packages, which I think they're going to do. I think I I view this thing a little differently. A couple things. When I run when I do my work on on individual companies, one thing I'm noticing on the companies is that that you look and a company will have 2 billion dollars worth of cash and go, oh, "This is great," which is usually held overseas and they got 4 billion dollars worth of debt. And so I think more of this cash is going to come back and be used to pay down debt than people understand. Keep in mind the debt, Oscar, is in the United States and the cash is overseas. And the buyback, hey, Ted, the buybacks, at a certain point, these companies are going to say, hey, you know, our stocks are – they're the ones to know how high their, their stocks are or how much they're worth. And they're going to say, boy, our stocks are a little bit, uh, you, you know, a little bit uh, pricey. You know, I might not want to buy back these stocks at these prices. Oh, yeah. I mean, Dell, Dell was famous for how much stock they bought back at, at you know, $20, $40 a share. Or, you know, I think it's mm-hmm. 20 or 30 And then they end up taking the company private at 15 Michael Dell stole it. Uh, he's a smart guy. Oh, same thing happened. We looked at some fertilizer companies. It was the same thing. They were buying back stock like crazy at $40 a share, and now it's at, at $20 something. And, 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 and so I think you could see that. The other thing I think is going to happen with the tax bill, which is not well understood, is I think it's going to cause a demand for dollars, which is going to push the dollar higher, which is not going to be good for corporate earnings. 
Okay, well, it's inter- we're living in interesting times, and the, the, you know, it's it, it's always this uh, it's different this time situation again, right? Yeah, it really is truly different. I mean, this is a fascinating time. I think we're going to come up. I think is going to be the year of of volatility uh, on the thing. Check, get that phone. Hey, oh, hey well, what's okay. your S and P going forward, Ted? That'll be my last question. Uh, going forward for the markets. Mm-hmm. The. Uh, I tell you what, yeah, we got. We'll get him on the phone. Come back and call. We, we, we okay. get the phones. Oh wait, no, quick question. Okay, the outlook for the markets. I'm sorry, Oscar. Uh, the the outlook for the market is. Look, I think the market's up near a top. I think is it. No one wants to sell anything into year end, and I think they're gonna as it gets right near year end, you're gonna start seeing some selling coming in. And I think you're gonna see it come in next year pretty quickly. Uh, I think rates are going to go up next year. I think there's going to be a problems with the currencies and, and, and interest rates next year. And I think I think volatility is going to return to the market next year. I think that's going to be one of the big themes. Tell you what, let's take a call from Charles. And, and sorry, we've had a few people drop off, but 713-339-1070. Hello, Charles. Uh, good morning, Ted. Uh, I have a <clears throat> real quick question. Uh, notice in this tax plan, I, and I don't know if it's either the Senate or the House or both, uh, the the so-called investment tax, the 3.8% that, you know, everybody who who has dividend-paying stocks or, you know, the retirees and what whatnot uh, are having to pay that tax in order to prop up the Obamacare thing. But if, if that Obama thing, if that mandate goes away, why is this tax still being left in there? I mean, if it's a revenue, if it's to gain revenue, why can't they get the revenue elsewhere and abolish that 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 tax it, it doesn't make any sense to me uh, a couple things you're talking about the obamacare surcharge yeah the tax. surcharge yeah, yeah. exactly that that thing was left in there and of course it's in, it you know for retirees and people on fixed income i think it's 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 really a shame that these people are being being assessed that tax for the purposes of propping up the these other people that, that, to me, you know, I mean, if this Obamacare, if they take the mandate away, then that whole thing is probably going to collapse. And wh- 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 where is that money going to go? You know. Well, a couple things. I think if they leave it in there, it'll, it could be just so they could have some money in case there's a big problem. Uh, I think right now between the House and the Senate, I think these guys are going to meet and we're going to come out. And so I, I'm reticent to say much on anything of these of these issues, kind of the main issues, because I, I, I think everything is up in the air to a point until we get that final bill right now, because because these guys are going to get together and they're going to hash out some differences. They're talking about moving the state and local tax exemption up to ten thousand dollars, but exempt. Uh, income, you're still going to no no deduction on state income tax. There's there. So they're trying. They're looking at. I, I've seen some stuff. They might move the, the corporate tax rate from twenty to twenty-two. Uh, they, there's a lot of stuff happening in here, and, and so I, I think you got to wait and see what the final bill is going to be at this point. I think we got an a idea of the big picture on this thing and the direction we got it through the House and the Senate, the conference committee. I think there's going to be some surprises coming out of the conference committee, and I think they got to get it done pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree. It's just that the, this particular item here, I've never understood. You, well, I understand why it was there, but, but now that this, like I said, if, if the fact that they're wanting to take that mandate away, then what? 
you know, as I said, if they want the revenue, they could get the revenue in some other means, but get rid of this thing, anything affiliated uh, with the yeah, healthcare. I, mean, I, tell you. I, I don't know what they could do, but, you know, I mean, obviously, but I it just, it, I, I know it's a small part of the overall measure, but, but it's just something that doesn't. I, I tell you one thing, that, Charles, is I think the reaching on the Obamacare to get that mandate uh, eliminated, and it's like, let's just do this, and let's, I think they're trying to get this thing through, and I think rather than, than really hash out a bunch of issues all over the place, they're just going to sit there, and let's get the mandate out, let's start somewhere, and then we'll work from there, but uh, the other question, Pete, I've had was step-up basis, and I don't know the answer to that, although I haven't seen anything. I'm getting a lot of questions. I had a, actually, it's funny, interesting, I had a better idea what was going to be before this, but at, but the committee between the two of them, I really suspect, I think it's much more open than everybody thinks it is, because I think they got to get a deal done, and I think they're both willing to sit there and, and, and trade around, uh, you know, uh, you know, a a, a red apple for a gold apple type of thing you know, to, to you know to to try to get this deal done now right right i agree okay well thanks ted i appreciate your input okay yeah i mean look i think this tax bill is a huge deal remember the house the house is that it starts next year for corporations and the, and the senate is it starts in 2019 so there there's some real compromises that have to be done in uh and and we had a caller earlier talk about John McCain. Look, there's a lot of players in this thing, and and they they want to try to get something done. They need to get it done. Uh, there's talk he's going to work on a uh, a uh, infrastructure bill, <laughs> which I, I tell you what, I think you got to be careful. I support the infrastructure bill, but I I, I think the the danger is this market really runs just too hot, and then you toss a, an infrastructure bill on top of it. Uh, you know, a lot of these things should have been done. If you really look back in, in in the last 10 years after the thing, what we should have done is we should have done the taxes, the tax restructuring, and we should have done infrastructure back then in cutting fiscal things. Instead, everybody relied on the Federal Reserve. Now the Federal Reserve is out of ammunition. But now it probably is not the time to do the infrastructure at the top of the of the cycle when, when things are kind of booming right now and it could overheat on you a little bit. And the Fed is really backed into a corner and forced to raise rates. A fascinating time. Like I said, I think the big story for 2018 is going to be volatility, is how does it work through the system. And I, I think the return of volatility is going to be the story for 2008. Uh, and you're, you're really starting to see it with the blockchain stuff that happened this week. Uh, thanks for the call, Charles. Uh, if you got any questions, what's coming up in the last segment, you can get us at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. Uh, the, we talked a little early. A couple. I want to review a few things. We talked about the 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 wash sale rule. If if you want to sell stocks to offset your gains this year, you can sell them, but you can't rebuy them for thirty days. It's called the wash sale rule. You can't sell it in your regular account, take the loss, and then move over to your IRA account and buy it the next day. Uh, the IRS is on to that tactic. They they changed some rules for that. Uh, the uh you also can't buy it in your spouse's account and uh so that's called the uh the, the wash sale rule we're still working we got a few people left we're working to get all their rmds done at max out savings advisors make sure you've got your rmds done uh this is an important 
uh, thing. Uh, it's called the, uh, the RMD is your required minimum distribution for people over 70 and a half. And also remember that people forget about this. We see from time to time. RMDs also reply, apply to inherited accounts. So if you have an inherited IRA, you have an RMD. If you're a spouse, a spouse is the only person that can do a, a rollover. It's called the spousal rollover if they inherit an IRA. They can't, they don't have the RMDs unless they're over 70 and a half. But, but if you've inherited an IRA and you're not, not a spouse, a non-spouse, you're going to have an RMD. So make sure you get with your provider on that. And sometimes, I tell you where we see confusion is, is where we see confusion is people have multiple IRAs, uh, particularly at different firms. Sometimes they think that they, they, one of the firms thinks they took it out of the at the other firm. You got to be a little careful on that. Uh, you can make the charitable contributions too if you're over seventy and a half and deduct it right out of your IRA and reduce your gross adjusted income as well for bigger uh, contributions, something to think about. We wrote about that in our Max Out Savings Report. By the way, if you like a copy of the Max Out Savings Report, Go to our website. We're going to be writing about our outlook for 2018 here in the next couple, two, three, four weeks. That's coming out. This is a free report to listeners of the Max Out Savings Show. Go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And if you need help with your retirement, I'd like to help you out. We have a value investing approach that does a lot of risk analysis to these markets. Uh, I'd like to sit down with you. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, to request an appointment. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. It's a great day out there. I hope you enjoy it. And remember our philosophy to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070. The answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.